The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from Fargo, it's oh, the Geek Show. It feels like it. Seriously. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're just you're you're hunkered down in your house. You're not going outside because of this weather. You're just going to stay in here and you're going to watch us on the YouTube and listen to us on the audio on the podcast. And coming up at the end of the program, our deep dive into Avengers Campus coming up. Oh, 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 I'm excited Hi, for that. How are you doing? I want to go to there. It's pictures, too. We got. I, I took some Ooh. pictures. Oh, uh, Rebecca, I'm so glad you're back. I did a terrible job with the pictures last week. <laughs> <laughs> you did just fine. Uh, I did okay, but she does great. So. Oh, thanks. Um, I've actually, I've also, pictures are new and improved this week, too, because Ooh. I have a second monitor so i can nice. more act i well, i have a hacker voice i'm in like i've got more control over everything i'm she's, doing over here she's got a second monitor she's rebecca frost everybody yeah it's too big it's way too big no way two there's monitors no such thing as too big a monitor that's right. that's right no there's no such thing as too big there's no such yeah. thing as too many and he means well. He's Quad T, too tall Tony. I always mean Quad T well. Tony, I mean, there's no such thing as too big. Got that right. Coming from a Sasquatch, you know? That's right. Robert Neal walked his dog this morning. Good for you. You should take my dogs. They're going stir crazy, Rob. I mean, come on. You want me to, you want me to let you know when I'm walking the dogs? We just walk them all at the same time? Oh, maybe. They're, they're, little, they're crazy boys. They're <laughs> so but also, so I. But also, I don't want to go outside. I was going to say, she's like, that means I still have to go outside. That's the thing. You don't want to go outside. Fargo Tundra. And our returning champion, it's Mike, everybody. Lawyer Mike. Hi. He's uh, full of secrets. Oh, his mic's oh, not no. on again. Now his mic's not it's on again. It's just like last week. Reset. Well, it was working earlier. Yeah, he, yeah we were talking yeah. and everything was fine. And what then the suddenly, heck? boom, he, he went away. Anyway, Mike will be back. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. He'll be back in a sec. Mike will be back. All right. And, uh, yeah. uh, and our host. Who's Mr. Kerry uh, Jackson. Bum, 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 oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Uh, you, you back, You made Mike? it back, Mike? I don't know. Am I back? No, you're back. Yay. This is This is the best streaming platform around. It's so good. <laughs> Turn it off and back on again. I changed nothing. All Nobody right. has problems but you. Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Weird. I have questions over. for the IT guy on this show. <laughs> uh, I'm not working this weekend. <laughs> I'm off too. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get to the news. The big news this week, of course, the big announcement, the Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. So is this the end of the Mandalorian TV show? That we don't know yet. Um, we do know that uh, this project w has been in the works for a while. Uh, it was prioritized during the strike. Apparently, there are scripts for season four, but this is the priority right now. Hmm. That's all we know. Um, we got uh, Grogu heading to the big screen. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, <laughs> John Favreau, the creator, he's going to be in charge of this whole thing. You got uh, uh, Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, Dave Filoni producing the feature. Um, going into production uh, as soon as possible. This is the first movie since Rise of Skywalker. 
I didn't even think about that. That is, isn't it? I sure sure missed the days when we were anticipating a Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. I really wanted that movie so badly. Uh, It was set up perfectly with Patty Jenkins. (laughs) Right. Uh, This this movie comes at an interesting time for Kathleen Kennedy, though. Yes. Because her contract Mm -hmm. is supposedly up this year. Really? And everybody wants her gone, and I don't know why. Look at her track record, folks. She's she I is a player. Psst, I know why. Yeah. Why? It's because she's a woman. Exactly. Oh. Uh, she's got a good batting average, folks. I'm sorry. There may and have she's been, been a... around since like the dawn of movies. Yeah. That's I mean, an old she's joke. she may have a couple of misses, but uh, for the most part, she's I mean, she's been there since the beginning with ET. So, I mean, let's you know give it. A... And and another thing happened to me this week um, when I started seeing people complaining about uh, about this, and I flashed back to myself in 1977. You know, little prepubescent Carrie. I can't do that. I... <laughs> and you can't flash to prepubescent. You can't Carrie. quantum you can't. leap. No. Quantum leap. Uh, no. I pictured today, Carrie appearing to prepubescent Carrie and saying, guess what? More Star Wars. Isn't this cool? And little prepubescent Carrie says, there can never be enough Star Wars. Because Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if if somebody would have come to me and said at that age, there's going to be so much Star Wars, I wouldn't say... I'm sick of Star Wars. I wouldn't say that. I would oh, say... Oh, that's so funny. I would say, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so funny. I would be like, there's going to be so much Star Wars. You're going to be sick of Star Wars. You're going to be puking Star Wars. There's not going to be any more room for more Star Wars. There's Are so you going to say Star Wars. you would have Star Wars fatigue? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, like I said, prepubescent <laughs> Carrie would be excited about the, the prospect of Star Wars fatigue. He'd say, bring <laughs> it on. I'm I'm still there, Carrie. Give me all the Star Wars. Yeah, I'll watch you know, it. Sure. Maybe not all when it comes out. I'm a little behind. But I mean, that's the thing is that you don't have yeah. to see it all. That's you what know? I was gonna say. Do you, you, you know, don't throw have it all to... out there, and I'll watch what I want to. You yeah, know? You, you yeah. don't have to watch it and then complain about it. Just don't watch it if you're gonna. How are you gonna complain about something? Yeah, you gotta get the clicks, the likes. That's what it's all about. Gotta get them clicks. But Carrie, I'm a white middle-aged man in the basement. I must complain. <laughs> but my, my identity opinions. is defined exactly. My identity is defined by my opinions. Exactly. Anyway, uh-huh. and then in, in that same vein, a uh, new Star Trek movie announced. That's okay. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, Comes at oh, an yeah. interesting time for Paramount. <laughs> yes, I know. Up like, our conversation a, from last week. Such a bold choice to announce this right now i know we're right? going where no well, movie has gone before what else are you going to do to increase your stock price mm, that's they've true. gone from they've gone from a market cap of what 22 million to less than 10 million over the last three years or sorry billion okay i was gonna say yeah, what yeah. <laughs> yeah no they it's they paramount plus has gutted the company mm. they have to find some way to make some money do well, they still have is... theme parks? Just throw money at those. Boy, you well, know, like all the dad shows too. Like they're the dad app. They have like they well, they don't have Yellowstone anymore, but they have all the dad shows and ESPN. Yeah, they got all no, that. No, they don't sports. have ESPN. ESPN is uh, oh. Disney. Yeah, they do have uh, yeah I, know, I, I don't know if you CBS knew, but I corrected the... myself right away. She's right. She's right. She's, <laughs> CBS has the NFL contract. Yeah, yeah. they've got a lot of Thank live Thank you, Mike, there. my one true friend. <laughs> Thank you. Ouch. Ouch. I'm honored. Uh, well, that, yeah, that and the Showtime merger with Paramount, is that helping them at all, Mike? Is that 
Well, it was always owned by, and in fact, I think it was sort of a last gasp. Like it, they already owned Showtime. So it doesn't okay. increase the value right. of either. It's just folding them into the same product. All right. Uh, anyway, the announcement about this uh, movie, this film will take place decades before J.J.'s 2009 feature. Uh, so that says to me, what, the start of the Federation or yeah, the start maybe. of the first space explorations? Are we getting something? some more Enterprise timeline? Like the that's, show Enterprise? That's the thing, is that I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do, is, you know, the, the first ship named Enterprise. Bringing Bacula back? Bag bringing in the backs. Backs is back. It would, have, it would have to be original timeline, right? Yes. Well, it would be, wouldn't timeline, it? Yeah. Can yeah, the I Kelvin see timeline a, didn't occur until... 2009. Uh, 2009. Yeah. Can I see a yeah. wee yeah. baby Captain Pike? A Starfleet <laughs> Academy Captain Pike? Yeah, I wonder. Oh, what they're this gonna Grogu Pike. This they're is gonna Grogu Pike. <laughs> Think about that. The hair alone is worth the watch. That's <laughs> but that's all we know about this: is that it well, takes place they, decades before. But didn't they also say that Toby Haynes is supposed to be directing it? Yes, uh, we our do friend, have that. Our friend who is behind Andor. Yes, uh, Toby. Our friend Haynes. who is behind this episode of Black Mirror, the USS Callister. Exactly. That was a great episode. Uh, so the Writ plot. Yeah. Go ahead. Written by the the same author of uh, the Big Book of Porn. I the what? Graham no, Smith. There's the what no now? bad. Stop selling. <laughs> I know. She's already, right? she's already got her money out. No, Seth Graham Smith <laughs> is writing it. You're right. Uh, he's known as the author for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Don't hold yes. that against oh, him. No, I like that. I enjoyed that, that movie. All right. Uh, Lego Batman movie. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Good so, stuff. yeah. I'm, you know, as you know, I'm a, uh, you may have heard I'm a Star Trek fan. And, Wait, what? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm curious as to what they will do. Uh, good luck with it uh, if it's not <laughs> if it's not Kirk and the Enterprise because you know you've got a perfectly good cast and crew there uh, people like them uh, I don't but know also, why you like I you love know. I do want to see it has got to branch out I think this, yeah this is the Star Wars problem right like yep. let me see some other things happening mm -hmm. I've seen enough Skywalker huge mm -hmm. galaxy of ours give me give okay. me something else okay. Uh, let's see. Then also, um, now I think, Tony, you're still watching this. Uh, speaking of Paramount+, Plus, Halo Season 2 yeah. trailer was out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fall of Reach is coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got our first official trailer for Season 2. Pablo Schreiber returning as Master Chief John 117. Uh, leading 117. a team. 117, excuse yeah, me. Oh, my God. Hey. What did hey, I say earlier? <laughs> look at me. Come on. I'm Where I'm at. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. I need to, I need to shorten it to 117. Right. Uh, <laughs> You're lucky uh, you got any numbers at all, Tony. Exactly. <laughs> Fine. Uh, thank see. you. Whatever. Move on. Uh, you got a uh, new season showrunner, uh, David Wiener from Brave New World. <laughs> Wiener. Exactly. Uh, taking over for last season's uh, Stephen Kane. Uh, so, yeah, this is a... Uh, yeah, go watch the trailer. February eighth is when it begins. So, so it's really funny. I have uh, several group of friends that uh, like or hate Halo. One group that I'm that I'm more aligned with. We're like, yeah, it's it's good. It's alternate telling. It's a lot of fun. You know, some of it's not great, but but a lot of it is. And then the other group is like, this is the worst thing that anyone's ever done. I can't believe that they took Master Chief and they took his helmet off and. The... <laughs> 
<laughs> just like <laughs> you guys don't like more Can't Halo. Real problem. I, listen, <laughs> even so even funny. the Mandalorian takes his helmet off every. That's now what and I then, said okay. at one point when we were talking about. It. I was like, even the Mandalorian took his helmet off, and it's a religious thing for him. Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair. Oh God, I'm going to be that guy. Oh, um, there was one of the, the beginning of one of the games. Uh, he puts his helmet on. You don't see his face, right? Mm-hmm. But he comes out of cryo and he puts his helmet on. It's like he's out of the helmet. Yeah. So because yeah. he is the, me. The only the only exactly. reason he doesn't they never show him with his helmet off is because it was less work at the start of the when they were doing the games and yeah. it just became part of the you know part of the mystique. You know, yeah. when it was first person, it was supposed to be you. Yeah, that's like, a good, this, you know, yeah. that as well. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly There's it. no, like, actual story reason or anything like that. Okay, so. here's the second season description. Well, so help me out with this. <laughs> In the wake of a shocking event on a desolate planet, John cannot shake the feeling that his war is about to change and risks everything to prove what no one else will believe, that the Covenant is preparing to attack humanity's greatest stronghold. Reach. Uh, with the galaxy on the brink, John embarks on a journey to find the key to humankind's salvation or its extinction, the Halo. So, That's the name of the game. I get it. Another they, said one it. Of, they said it. Another one of the reasons why uh, this group of friends is so mad is because in the actual Halo timeline, the reach stuff happens before John one one seven comes into the picture, and so they're like, "Oh, they're messing the timeline up. Oh, He's not whatever. supposed to be on reach." <laughs> Look, you got a Halo Wait TV they... series for God's sake, all right? Wait until the Kelvin timeline. Things. Yeah, you got to Kel- condense things. Yeah. The Kelvin timeline will fix everything. February eighth is when that shows up. Uh, another uh, bit of announcement that we got this week: uh, quite a few. Um, uh, Twenty-eight years later is the name of the movie. Okay, so they've done days, weeks, and they now they're doing months. years. They skip months. 28 okay. weeks, isn't that that other movie? Or, or that uh, 28 No, no, <laughs> that's a pregnancy weeks. movie. Uh. <laughs> 28 years later, uh, it's uh, it's uh, being put together right now. Danny Boyle, Alex Garland teaming for the sequel to... God, incredible. Yep. Which means that they will not say the Z word. They won't. Oh, uh, so well, they, uh, no, they yeah. never did. I mean, when uh, when Boyle did his, he's like, "There's one thing we refuse to do, and that's to say the Z word." Oh, see, I haven't actually watched them. They've been on my oh, list, and I just have never got around to them. What do you mean you haven't actually watched them? Twenty eight days later is I'm so a, good. Tony. I'm a bad geek. Sorry, all good. You know, geez, well, it's okay. You're not Come a bad on. geek. There's there's a lot. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. So you're saying I should bump it up on my list. Um, okay, yes. so 28 days was 2002, 28 weeks was 2007, and here we are now with 28 years later. Which is just about right in line. Yeah. Uh, Boyle attached <laughs> They've been to, planning this the whole time. <laughs> Boyle attached to direct the first installments. Uh, they're, they're saying that maybe it could be a trilogy. They're not sure. Ooh. Oh, don't do that. I wouldn't do that if I were you. It's already a trilogy when they finish this movie. It's exactly. going to be 28, 29, and 30 years later. Yeah. 28 decades later. Uh, yeah, they've uh, they've both talked about publicly potential sequels over the decades. Um, uh, 28 months later was bounced around. 28 years later coming into focus. Uh, you know, who knows? Anyway, you're getting more of that. 800 centuries in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly. getting more of that. Uh, let's see. 800 later. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, it was announced that uh, they're going to try for another remake of The Blob. But it's not this blob, unfortunately. It's not oh, that I love blob, it. No. Physical prop right there. Nice. Uh, that's from 1988 in the remake <laughs> looks like of the, the blob. same guy. Uh, 1958 <laughs> is when the original uh, showed up. But um, 
it's funny because the rights holder is the widow of Jack Harris, who produced both the 58 and 88 versions. Uh, and she's the rights holder, and she said, okay, fine. Uh, you've got uh, David Bruckheimer attached to write and direct. David Goyer and Keith Levine will produce alongside with uh, Judith Harris, the rights holder, widow hmm. of Jack Harris. So you're getting another Blob movie. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Also, we'll the original Blob timeline. Yeah, we'll think. <laughs> the Blobvin timeline. This is 28 Blobs later. Um, <laughs> Kel, the Kel Blob timeline. <laughs> 28 Blobs later sounds like one of the newest <laughs> TLC shows about overweight people. <laughs> Written by Seth Graham Smith. That's right. Uh, some other uh, little bits of news here. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. <gasps> oh, I like that. No, is that real? I want that to no. be real. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, we'll oh, now release one week tease. earlier than previously expected. It'll be on March 22nd. Uh, meanwhile, Godzilla X-Kong, the new empire, will fill the previous Ghostbuster slot and release the following week, March 29th, 2024. I, I kind of want the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to be a titan now. I do, yeah. yeah. 100%. I just, I got, I just <laughs> over-empathized with Godzilla and got really hungry because he gets to eat that giant marshmallow. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just Look, roast it's already it, roasted. Roast yeah. it and dives in. Gonna just say eat some Hershey's in a, in a graham cracker. You're set. Pretty easy for uh, Godzilla to destroy the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, I'm afraid. Uh, just the picture put, after would be so good, guys. Just put a stick in him <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> there you go. All the marshmallow fluff on Godzilla's yeah, face. All over him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's sticky. I'm so sticky. Kong, come over here and kiss it off of me. <laughs> he can heat it up, right? With his with his exactly blaster powers. Yeah, you know whatever those are. Uh, his radiation breath. Anyway, it's the equivalent of popping it in the microwave. Sure, s'mores. How big would Stay Puft Marshmallow Man get in a microwave big enough to hold him? Have you guys ever put a micro a marshmallow in a microwave? Are you high? You haven't? Are you high? <laughs> Put a marshmallow in the microwave and watch it. It grows this, about four times its original size in the because, microwave. Because this is the conversations that high people have. Well, you know. This is, we don't have sufficient disclaimers for where this microwave conversation is going. That's right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. How long, was, how long do you put the, mic, the marshmallow in the microwave? Like 30 Just, seconds is all you need. I wouldn't the even thing do it is that is you long, have, for God's you'd sake. You'd have to put them at Godzilla's house down at the bottom of the ocean where all that radiation is. Mm -hmm. But but then you're, submit, you're submerging a marshmallow in water. And like, what's... What's, what's You're overthinking it. You're overthinking what's it, Rebecca. What's all that about, we just huh? need a giant microwave. <laughs> get the job done. I'm just picturing Tony with a marshmallow on a stick in his microwave. <laughs> yeah, I leave Wide the door open, open. just irradiating him. On a metal yeah. knife. <laughs> I fix the thing so it thinks it's closed, and then I just sit there with the marshmallow right. like this. Don't try this at home. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, I lost also, my hair. <laughs> also, uh, sad bit of news this week. Uh, we got we got word that Our Flag Means Death was canceled. Uh, oh. The series creator released a statement on Instagram. David Jenkins said, mm. uh, yeah. sorry, you get two seasons. That's it. I'm not caught up. Is that... It had a good run. Is it canceled or is that the end of that story? It it's says canceled. Canceled, canceled. Canceled, okay. You know, that's that's HBO not wanting to spend the money on it, I suppose. All right. Uh, I'm let's be, do... I'm going to be that guy, though. The first season was better. You think? I liked the first season more than the second season. I couldn't I only watched through. the first season. I haven't watched any of the second season. I could so going back to the, the whole season. merger acquisition thing, could this be HBO going, we're just 
cutting bait and let somebody else pick it up possibly because we don't want to spend the money because right now we don't have the money to spend. I, there's always a possibility that they, you know, these things get renewed and pushed over onto other streaming platforms. So I don't, it's hard to say. Uh, let's do some uh, some housekeeping before we get on with the news. Uh, first of all, uh, Jay is not here. He ex- extends his apologies. He's, you know, road comic these days, and so it's hard for him to uh, to join us. Uh, Can't Lee- wait for that one question from that one person on social media wondering if Jay has quit yet. Yeah. <laughs> they get one every week. It's the same guy, as if, usually. As if yeah. he's listening to the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Um, the latest on Lee, uh, Lee George Cade. Yes, thank you for that. Um, he's got more ahead of him. I, I kind of had a brief conversation with him this week about the possibility of coming back to the show because in my silly mind, it's like, you know, you sit up and talk. You do that now. But, but it's there's so a lot, easy. <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, he's got a whole lot of treatments and surgeries still ahead of him. And uh, he just doesn't have the strength back yet. And uh, his voice is not where it needs to be either. So uh, these are all things he's going to be working on. He will be back. Uh, he promised me that. But uh, in the meantime, any little bit of money you can fork over to the Cade family, that would help. Uh, there's our uh, the Venmo to make your donation. It's on all of our social medias. So uh, go there if you think you can help. Like I said, he's got uh, at least one more surgery ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, right now he's just focused on getting strong enough so he can have that surgery. Exactly. Yeah. So, so there's all that happening. Uh, on our Patreon, uh, starting uh, this week, I'm going to be sending some more videos to our Patreon. Sorry, I, very hectic week. I didn't have a time to, uh, time to do any. But uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the uh, the place to find the link to our Patreon. And I'll have some more Time Closet videos. You get the Space Show show early. Uh, you get uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, on the Patreon. It's it's tree fitty. Come on. Tree fitty. Uh, also merch. Don't forget the merch. Uh, it's geekshow.store. And uh, we're going to be letting go of the, uh, well, it, depending on how it does for the for the Oscars, the, uh, the, the fashion doll adjacent Geek Show shirt. Listen, we have to wait till, till award season is over because okay. I'm currently leading in my fantasy movie draft because <laughs> I have Barbie. So, <laughs> so right. um, I think we should wait till after award season. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's uh, geekshow.stores where you go to get our merch. That's the only place to get our official merch. Don't be fooled by a Facebook post. It's geekshow.store. Oh, and back, Unless- to our, uh, back to our Patreon, you also get the after party. Uh, which we do after we do this show. Every week? Every week you get the after party. So that's part of the uh, Patreon. Uh, Don't forget our socials. Uh, You know, as much as I despise Twitter these days, if you go to at Geek Show on Twitter, you will get breaking news throughout the week. Uh, You'll you'll get the stories before we talk about them here so you can be aware of what we're going to talk about. Uh, And, of course, uh, Facebook, where you can find all of our stuff. All right. Let's get going with more news. Last of Us Season 2. All right. Uh, Right into my veins. Yes. Uh, We have some casting. Uh, We have uh, (laughs) Caitlin Deaver cast as Abby. Um, I do want to express just like a tiny bit of disappointment in a lot of you out there. Because... um, (laughs) <laughs> they, they announced this casting, and I was like, yes, that's fantastic. Yeah, She's a great. wonderful actress. She's a good actress, yeah. So many people told me, who's that? 
<laughs> and I'm not mad. I'm like just disappointed. Um, may I point you in the direction of two movies, Book Smart and No One Will Save You. Book Smart, you're going to have to pay to rent. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Book Smart um, was great, though. It was very funny. Well, I mean, Book, Book Smart is the reason we were all so blown away by how bad Don't Worry Darling was because <laughs> Book Smart was Olivia Wilde's directorial debut and it was mm -hmm. incredible. Ah. And so when Don't Worry Darling came out and there's all the drama surrounding it, we were like, what happened? Now, now, to be fair, those aren't very high-profile movies. They're great movies, but they didn't capture like the zeitgeist of the of the internet or anything like that. You know what I mean? And this is why she's disappointed in you, Tony. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I knew who she was, so mm. so she oh, can't be mad sick. at me I'm for also that. forgetting. Thank you, Liza. Now, yes, dope sick. She was dope awesome sick. in Dope Sick. That's so was right. Michael Keaton. That was a great show. And uh, we won't hold it against her that she's also in Last Man Standing. But uh, <laughs> that was a while Listen, ago. Listen, people got to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Abby. Uh, Abby, the character she's playing, skilled soldier whose uh, black and white view of the world is challenged as she seeks vengeance for those she loved, is the character description. Uh, now, uh, so she's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Fans okay. lobbied years ago for her to get the role of Ellie. Yeah. She would have been a great hmm. Ellie too. Uh, yeah. but, yeah. uh, you know, because she, and she looks like Ellie, but, uh, wait, who is she? Hmm? Just she's... kidding, Rebecca. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to avert my eyes for the beatdown that's about to happen. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to start, uh, production in the spring. Uh, so that'll be coming soon. Now, um, there were uh, the Creative Arts uh, Emmys that were announced, and Nick Offerman won for his guest shot on the one episode of The Last of Us, which I kept yelling, give him all the Emmys. Give them both all the Emmys. I think that's one of the best episodes of television of I've seen. all time ever. Yep. Exactly. Um, I, I started listening to Seth Meyers' podcast that he does with his brother called Family Trips, mm -hmm. and they do an episode with Nick Offerman, and I, I suggest listening to it because he's definitely, um, I've never like paid attention to interviews that he's done or anything. Um, he's such, just such a cool person and like yeah incredibly like he's intelligent and very he has a great like vocabulary like he's just not the guy i expected him to be i highly no. recommend listening to what that I, episode what i loved was how thankful he was for this part and how he felt that it was so an, an important story to tell but then uh, backstage they were questioning him about it and he said they offered this part to three people in Hollywood <laughs> who, who know how to do, how to work a shovel. <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford wasn't interested. Jane Lynch was busy. And so, <laughs> and so they came to me. <laughs> Another show that if you haven't seen that he's great in is Devs. Check out mm. Devs. Yeah. And oh, that really? was a that was a mind trip. That show, that show was crazy. Oh, um, cool. Carrie, do you also have the other bit of casting news for The Last of Us Part Two? I do not. What is what? Do Don't we worry, have? I got you. Her name no. is Isabella Marquette. You know her as Dora from Dora the Explorer the movie. Oh, um, really? Amongst, amongst other things, but um, yeah, she will be playing Dina. Oh, good. In The Last of Us Part Two, um, if you haven't seen Dora the Explorer the movie. Uh, I do highly recommend. It is extremely self-aware. I mm. bought the novelization that it's based on because there's what? even wow. there's even more 
like self-awareness in the book. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Do they address the Rebecca. talking knapsack? Do they address that? Uh, they address they. There's a clip um, that you can find on YouTube, and it's when she's younger and she's talking to the camera. She's like, "Can you say hola?" And um, the dad, who is played by him, drawing a blank, but he like, and she like is looking at a camera, and they, her parents are just like, um, "What's she doing?" What is? <laughs> I think the explanation is magical fungi. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, great, great for The Last of Us Part Two. It's perfect. <laughs> what uh, What were you going to say, Robert? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, it was just um, I was going to second Rebecca's recommendation of the movie. It was silly fun and uh, watch mm -hmm. it. All right. Uh, let's see, Tony, you still watching The Witcher? N no. No. <laughs> I need to go back. I need to go back to it. We started the last season. I got about. Oh, and we made it to the break because they had some episodes and then a break and then okay. the rest of them. Um, caught up they have that. cast uh, Lawrence Fishburne in a major role, it says here. He'll be joining season four as, is it Regis? Uh, I believe Philbin? it's Regis. Yeah, not, not, not Philbin, but... <laughs> Damn uh, it. Yeah. yeah, Regis is... Um, He's from the books and the games, apparently. I want to say, is he the uh, vampire? Oh, let me see. Yep, yep. Very powerful, higher vampire. Yeah, so he comes more into play in some of the DLC of Witcher 3. He's, uh, a, he's a fan favorite, and I can't wait to see what social media thought of this cast. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I, I'm looking forward to everyone being so cool and chill about this. Yeah. Oh, you mean like they were when he when they were cast him as Perry White in a Man of Steel? <laughs> well, it's, yeah, here's the description. Oh, uh, he's a world-wise barber slash surgeon with a mysterious past. Vampire past. Uh, yeah, so he's Theodoric of York, medieval barber. He is. Uh, he'll be joining Liam Liam Hemsworth, taking over as Geralt. Geralt. Uh, Geralt. Carrie. Sorry. Regis. Oh. Regis. 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 <laughs> John one hundred and seventeen. John one hundred seventeen. Geralt. John three hundred. Lucky to get a single note, a single number, Tony. <laughs> Okay, so really quick on I, I this one. I just like giving you crap. So I love the idea. I have not played The Witcher um, Super fun games, game. yeah. but um, I love the idea. I love the casting, and I've really been enjoying watching where Lawrence Fishburne has landed over the past 10 years in movies and television. Yeah. Since he's come a long way since Pee-wee's Playhouse. Well, no, not, <laughs> but not only that. I was like, so we're, we're still doing the watch through of all the Mission Impossible movies with the girls. And we just did MI3, and he was um, the director yes. of the IMF in mm -hmm. that one. I'm just, I'd forgotten about that completely. Yeah. But like I mentioned, you know, Perry White, um, he had the role in uh, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp as yes. Bill Foster, the He's original Goliath, Goliath mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Which yep. they reprised in What If? And season he brought two. him back for that and for season two. And I'm just loving all these things where I'm seeing him in so many different places. And, you know, even his turn on CSI before it got canceled and then brought back mm -hmm. as uh, an investigator who had a really dark past. And the way that he brought that to life, it, it was actually fascinating well, just watching his take on that. And if you want to go back to the beginning, uh, go and watch him dancing to the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction in Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. He was yeah. just a kid when he did that. So Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just really, actor. I'm loving yeah. watching Man him. works. Kind of have, a, I don't want to say it's a renaissance because it's not like he's gone anywhere. No. But I mean, because we've also, in, in the John Wick movies, thank you, Buck Hunter 801. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just watching where he's popping up in all of these unexpected roles mm -hmm. or 
all the unexpected castings, I guess you you put it. Let me but, in. He he'll always be Morpheus for me, and he will I mean, always be oh, Morpheus. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Perry White. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Um, so Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein. Um, apparently Frankenstein. Andrew, Frankenstein. Uh, I keep mispronouncing. I'm sorry, Tony. Uh, I know. Hey, that wasn't me this time. <laughs> Andrew Garf- Tony on the monster versus the doctor. Where does he stand? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the um, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield was going to be playing the monster, uh, but now he is out, and we got Jacob Elordi. He's currently in Saltburn, which I'm sure Rebecca's seen. Oh, yeah. I'm part of this group <laughs> chat uh, trying to convince people to watch Saltburn. Is it good? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> it's It's... It's a movie. It's um, on. Okay. Wait. Uh, it's on Prime. You can watch it there. Um, oh, okay. Cool. The th- so I initially was kind of devastated by this news, um, but uh, Martin Scorsese announced that he's going to make a movie about Jesus, yeah. and I have my fingers crossed. That's why Andrew Garfield left. Because if there's one thing about Andrew Garfield, he loves to be in things about religion. He does. So- I, yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe this Scorsese news. Because it said it's only going to be eighty minutes or less. I know he nope. he's ambitious. He's ambitious. We all know that movie's going to be three hours long. Exactly. Yeah. He's just trying to get people to come to the theaters. Like I can't sit through a three-hour Scorsese movie, but eighty minutes, I'm in. Yeah. Two hours in. later. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this Frankenstein, this uh, Guillermo del Toro adaptation is going to be interesting. It's going to be for Netflix, and uh, I mean, look at the rest of the cast. I was sad to see Andrew Garfield leave. I thought he was going to do a fine job. This is but... this is a good move for Jacob Elordi, though, because um, he's his star on the rise, baby, mm-hmm. and. He, I feel like he is kind of at a point where he can kind of pick who he wants to work with and choosing to pick with Guillermo del Toro, such an A-plus move. Amen. Am I going to get in trouble for not knowing who this actor is now? <laughs> Jacob Elordi? Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's, he's a rising star. Um, he was Elvis in Priscilla, that Sofia Coppola movie, and he does oh. a fantastic job as Elvis. He's really um, like scary and like just intimidating and really puts across just whereas like austin butler's elvis was very much like i'm elvis this one is like <laughs> i'm elvis you know like kind of <laughs> like kind of scary and intimidating all right uh let's see other uh, news oh wow so this uh, exorcist movie that just came out it it tanked so poorly i heard it was so bad i hear it's terrible but uh they're uh they're kicking david gordon green off of it off of the next one is this a picture of the minute he heard the box office numbers for the first weekend? So all of the other picture, all of the other pictures that I wanted to use, because I like to use a picture that also includes like a picture of the movie. But yeah. all of the pictures were of the two girls being possessed, and it was I didn't like it, so mm-hmm. I decided not to include it. So the uh, look what these horror movies did to our boy though. He started in uh, Pineapple Express and what? Your Highness. This guy directed yeah, those. Yeah, and then two. he went on to do Halloween and and Exorcist. He and did he's, go on to do Halloween. But he's uh, he's going to focus on his uh, production of Nutcrackers with Ben Stiller, <laughs> spooky. Oh, and I, season I, I, four of Righteous Gemstones. So. Okay, okay. I'm, they're getting we're getting a season four of Righteous Gemstones. So yeah. he so he yes. must be really good friends with Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yes, exactly. of course. Uh, so this Exorcist believer, major disappointment. Danny McBride, by the way, was involved with that. He was, yes. Yeah. Uh, they shelled out four hundred million for rights, just for rights to the Whoa. franchise. Oh 
Yikes. Uh, wow. They planned a trilogy of films, and uh, Believer topped out at uh, 136 million globally, uh, including just 65.5 mil domestically. And the next one was going to be Exorcist Deceiver, and that's he's gone. Boom, he's off of Deceiver. So what yeah. happens with the rest of this Exorcist franchise is, remains to be seen. They milk it and they milk it hard until they make They've their 400, 400 million back. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. um, so much like original content that could be made. <laughs> just throwing that out there oh it says here the exorcist deceiver was set to hit theaters april 18th but is now unset instead universal will use that date to handle the international rollout of anton fuqua's directed michael jackson biopic michael oh Ooh, another just not another, another scary good movie <laughs> another scary film did you guys see the trailer for that amy winehouse biopic i i the didn't witch? see the trailer i heard that it was out I... Yeah, yeah, everyone who is responsible should go straight to jail. I was just <laughs> thinking, like, do we need to tell this story right now? I mean... Yeah. Well, and, like, if you're going to tell it, like, maybe do a better job. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> little things. If you're going to you tell know. a just touchy little story, I don't do feel a like I'm job. asking for a lot. Let's do Yeesh. it again, but this time let's do it good. <laughs> Once more with feeling, everybody. Yeah. It's my David Lynch impression. Uh, let's see. Um, and finally this, and then we'll do a deep dive on Avengers Campus with my photos that I took. Uh, this I found this uh, fabulous. Uh, Lily Gladstone, who is in Killers of the Flower Moon. Golden Globe Award winner, Lily Gladstone. Indeed. She grew up wanting to be an Ewok. No. Uh, <laughs> Lily Gladstone, she's made no secret of her love for Star Wars, especially the Ewoks. Uh, she, she told the New York Times in an interview, I had a strong desire to be an Ewok at age five. <laughs> uh, this is in an in a, uh, interview with uh, Best Actress Contenders, hosted by The Hollywood Reporter, and you can go and watch this. She cited Ewoks as one of her first acting role models. This, this, this woman's nominated for an Oscar, probably, coming up. I love this. Uh, mm -hmm. She says, um, they were her childhood inspirations. I wanted to be an Ewok, and that's what started all this madness. <laughs> Love this for her. <laughs> well, wait, awesome. let's let's. Uh, th I think this is so cool, though. Yeah. She's she's Native American, well, and her quote mm -hmm. is that the Ewoks were a beacon of indigenous resistance. Yeah, that's. I was, oh, okay. I was just wow. getting. I was and just that getting is awesome. okay. When yeah. everybody wants to attack these properties and they they want to pick them apart, there's somebody out there that these things resonate with exactly and i think that is so cool that's why mm -hmm. that's why art exists context yep. counts okay yep and, and representation yep. matters she says they were a beacon of indigenous resistance they rocked it they brought the empire down so there you mm -hmm. go Love lily gladstone loves the ewoks okay let's begin uh last week of course you can go back to the podcast and the the youtube and watch um our deep dive into uh, Star Wars land at, at Anaheim, Disneyland. Uh, this week, we're going to do a deep dive on Avengers Campus, is what it is called. Now, I loved Star Wars land. Everything about it, except oh. the food was terrible. Everything about it was great. <laughs> I had a terrific time. I and all I could do was... Coming. All I could do was lament that uh, if, if Star Trek only had their shit together, we might have something this cool. 
but would be nice. Just wait for when somebody buys Paramount. Paramount. Like I said, Disney buy Paramount, please. I don't want Disney to get That's their grubby many, hands all over my too Star Trek. Too many eggs in one basket. But all right. Well. Uh, but uh, so I would you rather I, have Disney buy it or Sony buy it? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, not Sony. I don't want. Okay, Sony I rest buy. my case. Disney. Yeah, but Sony makes some good Carry Spider-Man on. universe movies. So Shut up. So, <laughs> so I uh, I walked into Avengers Land, Avengers Campus, and I stopped next to uh, my tattoo, which is up on the wall there. Take that that first pick there. I was very excited because that's my tattoo on my arm right there. You look very excited. <laughs> I was trying to look serious. I didn't want to, you know, I'm taking this serious. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I did was, is because right around the corner from this was go to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, Galaxy uh, Breakout, which is, uh, which is, um, uh, of course, the Twilight Zone ride just refit with uh, Rocket. Uh, when you go into the library where Rocket is, watch the, the shelf on your right, because Peter Quill's... Um, uh, headphones his walkman are there mm. and uh at the before rocket leaves he goes and i'm taking this with me and he grabs the walkman and takes it away there's a little little note there just next time but anyways you as you get off the ride which is still the best ride in avengers land no it's too the, scary in the gift shop <laughs> i was thrilled to see along with all the other stuff that they were selling actual comic books nice this is in the gift shop at the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. They have, uh, let's see, three, six, nine, and then there's another rack of nine uh, different titles that you can uh, you can buy comic books there. And I thought, wonderful, what a great idea! Yeah, there we go. Nice, isn't that nice that they're selling comic books at a comic book themed place? I was very very happy to see that. Uh, anyway, so let's uh, let's get to uh, Avengers Campus. Uh, there's a big old building there with a Quinjet up on top of it there, as you can see. The Quinjet landed there, and there's Black Panther. Whoa. And uh, he's, what he's doing right now is he's looking on, approvingly, at the Dora Milaje uh, experience, which was happening on the ground down below him. And it, it's, a, it's a whole uh, warrior training session. With the Dora Milaje, and there's like you get like three Dora Milaje warriors, as you can see there, and they run volunteers in the audience through a training workout, because that's the whole premise of this land is Avengers Campus. Is we're going, we're looking for new Avengers to join the whole oh. thing. So uh, yeah, and uh, so okay. for the training for this training uh, uh, experience, mm -hmm. are they doing with kids or doing adults or just whoever? Anybody who volunteers, anybody okay. who steps up. So there was a mixture of adults and kids that stepped up, and, and, and nice. it was it was it was really really cool. Uh, and as as Black Panther nods approvingly, you know. Rebecca, <laughs> can you zoom in on that picture for a second? I want to see one thing. What? On the zoom in on this picture. I want to check one thing on enhance. the board. Uh, enhance. I don't know that I can. Enhance. I don't. I'm the Try uh, your scroll wheel. Try your scroll wheel. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. I know. It's. I've got it's it okay. in slideshow mode. You got oh, to deal yeah, with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. What I'm looking at is the Dora are traditionally bald. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they're wearing head coverings so that the the uh, Could character be. portrayers don't have to shave don't their heads. Yeah. Could be. You know, yeah. that's that's a good question because they used to be yeah, bald when did. I was there um, like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they just have head coverings now to go like, we're just going to get around this because a lot or of people maybe, are not wanting to. 
It's winter, and maybe they're cold. <laughs> it was it was not cold. Tough it out. The Dormelage. <laughs> maybe for out. a local it was cold. I don't know. But uh, anyway, right behind, as you, as you see this picture, right behind this, you can see where they're selling some stuff there. On the other side of that is the uh, Spider-Man web ride. Oh, now, is this um, the animatronic that we have a picture of right here? No, this is no, this is the ride I'm talking about. I'm going to get oh. to the I'm going to get to this here in a moment. Okay. I didn't get any pictures of the ride, but if you've been on Toy Story Mania, it's essentially it's a Target ride, um, and it's uh, that's what the Spider-Man web ride is. But what's cool about this, instead of a, a little gun like you have in the Toy Story ride, is you're using your hands. That was a good visual you, representation of the Toy Story ride, too, Carrie. I hope nobody <laughs> takes that and turns it <laughs> into a GIF of some kind. But yeah, it's it. You you fling your hands out just like Spider Man, and with the with the combination of the three D glasses and the technology, it it looks like webs are shooting out of your hands. How sweaty were you when you got off this ride? <laughs> I didn't try really hard. I was letting the people oh. in the in the those of us tryhards get off and need a towel. So. I was, <laughs> I was, I was too busy. First. I was too busy looking at stuff. I was, I was just fascinated watching, you know. So I was doing it occasionally, not as much. How many and times I'm sure did you ride this, Carrie? Only once. Okay, because I've heard that they give you like similar to you, where you, you can individualize the crystals for your saber. Mm -hmm. That there are inserts for your web shooter that change the webbing yeah. or something about the webbing that you can do? You can buy a web shooter in the store across the way. And uh, depending on the web shooter you buy, it does different things. Right, Mike? What, yeah. Uh, so you, you know, it, you get the standard web shooter and that, that just is an up a general upgrade, but then you can add Iron Man or Dr. Strange. I'm trying to think of all the different adapters my kids have and they have a lot of fun with those. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. You well, want yeah, this, right? Of, we're, yeah, we're going a bunch about of, it. And each one of those are what? Like $50? $80. Again, you just close your eyes and hand in your credit card. <laughs> wow. And they don't you. put price tags on things. So they wait for you to get up to the cash register and they go, that'll be. And, and that's what you have wow. to ask. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so there's that. Um, the Thanos-themed ride is still being planned, I understand, which will take place underneath the Quinjet is where that'll happen, is what I'm told. I, I couldn't find an update on that. But now to one of the coolest things ever, and, and Mike has seen this, and that is the Spider-Man show. It's a live action. It's a guy in a suit, as you can see. And uh, it's really cool. Uh, he's up on top of a building. And it's Toby Maguire's voice, not Toby mm. Maguire. Who am I? Tom I was going to say, wow. Okay. Tom oh, Toby Maguire. Voice. Yeah, Tom Holland's <laughs> voice. Excuse me. And he's talking about how cool it is to be Spider-Man, and he's you know gesturing and all that. And then then the computer reminds him it's time for training, and that's when he runs off stage, and then he does a countdown of I'm going to do a big flip. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Now, as you can see, this thing shoots up into the air like That's you wouldn't believe crazy looking and it moves this is the wireless animatronic and if you go on disney plus you can see there's a couple of uh, behind the attractions and things like that where they're designing this this uh, thing this and wireless also, animatronic definitely don't google the videos of the animatronic crashing Failing. into that wall right there because <laughs> yeah. it has happened or do if you think it's funny <laughs> i was gonna say I, if i were to go to avengers campus i would want to be there when it doesn't work correctly just so i could say i surrounded saw it by the person. screams of horrified children <laughs> yeah right oh so, sorry kid spider-man's dead <laughs> so he swings up he does a flip 
and then lands on, you can see this other part of the building where I guess there's some sort of big net or something to catch him. There's like a big pad thing yeah. that it lands on. And then the actor shows up again where, you know, he's, he's obviously gone through a tunnel and he shows up again and he goes, wow, that was awesome. And then he comes down to the ground where we're all standing. Now, when I did it, because uh, Mike had a different experience than I, my Spidey just kind of ran past, you know, just kind of high-fiving everybody as he went. He didn't stop for pictures. He's got to get to class. He's got to get to class or something, I guess. <laughs> but Mike was lucky enough that I guess he stopped and took pictures. Yeah, he uh, right, kind of right under where this picture is, there's a, a photo op spot where all the kids can go meet him. Mm. And So I'm, I'm curious why they didn't do that for you. Maybe now, it's a time of day thing. Might have been the time of day, I don't know. But the best part of this, uh, this attra- I'll call it attraction show, whatever you want to call it, the best part of the show, and you're tempted to continue watching the whole thing up on the roof as you're going along, take a minute and watch the kids around you. That was the best part. Them with their wide eyes yeah. and their mouths open, because he's real. He's right there. He's real, right in front of you. It's such a great experience. And he's uh, doing the thing. And he's doing the thing, yes. Yeah. Also the moment where I nearly fought another uh, <laughs> attendee when uh, when Spider-Man comes, at, like right after this, and my kids are in awe, this, you know, 40-something-year-old dude with the scraggly beard turns to both my kids and goes, you know that was a robot, right? <laughs> what? Jerk, come on. Total asshole. Santa's not yeah. real. You guys have never seen me very upset. <laughs> like why 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 be such a killjoy exactly you know ah here let me crush that sense of wonder you have let me let uh, me just step yeah. on that uh the oh, other parts i, I of saved the, it i said don't don't worry my kids still believe so yeah uh <laughs> the other parts of the park it's marvel adjacent because big hero six is a, a marvel property they've redone most of the park this california adventure into Fr- san francisco oh cool uh so that whole part over there behind the, you know the bridge and everything it's the all pier been with re-themed. all the restaurants and yeah, yeah the pier and all that it's all been rethemed mm. to san francisco and it looked great as you can see you know they, they well, did the addition they, i wish they'd do more with the big hero six stuff me too. Like with movies and TV and stuff, because that's a really neat. Well, it has uh, a TV show, a doesn't it? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a yeah. does it? Oh, okay. I, it's an animated yeah. series, and I think it's still on Disney Plus. It, they're very short though, and I hope they they yeah. continue making them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they went they went all in, and you know, you, you, as you go through all the parks, there's always the hidden Mickey's game. Go through this part of the park and look for the hidden Baymax. <laughs> uh, he is his nice. face is everywhere, including Fuzzy in baby including in sushi rolls and things like that. Uh, let's see. So let's get back to Avengers Campus. This was uh, my extent of exposure to costumed heroes. Uh, they're all up on the Avengers Campus building. As you can see, Cap, you can see uh, Falcap there, Cap Marvel there, Black Panther, Photon is there. Um, the only character I saw down on the ground, and I just missed Iron Man, great costume, by the way, I just missed him. I didn't get a chance to get my picture taken with him. But he was even, he had handlers around him. The one Has character to. that I saw out just amongst the people without handlers around them, besides the Dora Milaje, was Falcon, was Captain America. And it was so cool to watch him interacting with kids. 
I mean, he'd get down on his knees and, hi, how you doing? Sign autographs and all that. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. So Have you cool. seen the video? There's this one kid in particular who they must have like a season pass or something because he does repeat visits. Mm-hmm. And he, he always runs up to Sam and they catch up like they're old friends. It's just so cute. He yeah. does such a great job of interacting with the kids. And that's the best part of these parks, really, is seeing that. That's really cool. But now I'm going to give you my recommendation for the best attraction in California Adventure by far. Churros. Carthay Circle. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's right there as you walk in. It's that, it's that tower. And it's a restaurant and a bar. And since I was by myself, I was able to, to get right in and uh, have a few drinks and a little nosh uh, before I headed back to Star Wars land for the evening. Churros? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, Tony. No, no, Tony. Churros don't hold that magical, that magical place in my heart. I'm Dole sorry. Whip? Dole Whip might, but uh, I saw you anyway. could get a Dole Whip flight. Churro? A Dole Whip flight? Wow. Yeah. What's in this drink? Is that like a slushy? That's or a. Uh, it's a uh, pear martini. It's, Ooh. So is that a pear floating yeah, on there? It's a little oh. piece of pear there. How on was top. it? It was delicious. Sounds mm. good. And then I what just is that sat- like a mint leaf. Yeah, a little in there as there. well. And uh, then I just had vodka rocks the rest of the time I was there. But <laughs> Gotta uh, travel light. <laughs> it's it's a great place to just you know, take a load off and just you know relax and 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 be you know somewhat somewhat sophisticated. <laughs> churro, no. Tony. Um, and then no uh, as I was leaving the park that night, uh, just show the snow picture. As I was leaving, this is downtown Disney. Uh, they they made it snow. Aww. Is in it Anaheim. like Disney actual magic. snow machine, or is it one of the like? Like, is this poison? Yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. What's what is no, it? Because <laughs> it did not stick; it melted. Okay, cool. so it was it was a snow machine of some Brad. kind. Imagineering, uh, Tony. Come on, Imagineering. Yeah. Exactly. So that was my little uh, trip to uh, Marvel Land at Anaheim Disneyland. I don't recommend the food. Churro. Um, <laughs> Did you get anything from um, Hank Pym's cafeteria? It was terrible. Everything oh. I had from there. Is it, it tiny? Was, is everything tiny? Abs- Here's the thing. Okay, so I go in. I don't want no, they a take lot. Small things and make them big. I don't oh. want they a do lot, both. so I thought this is perfect. Cool. I, I just get a small thing because I, I don't. I'm going to be noshing as I go throughout the park. So I said, I want the small Pimini sandwich. <laughs> is it giant? And I want this adult beverage to go with it which is that it was it was kombucha based and i'm like oh that's all you have okay fine so i said i'd like that small sandwich and the kombucha to go with it and the guy says uh, no you can't why is that is it because that's a kid's meal you get milk water or soda <laughs> and i said okay i want the small sandwich though and that kombucha beverage nope milk water, soda. I went, so you're telling me you're not going to sell me the child sandwich and the adult beverage? Well, why don't you just order them separately? Wait a minute. Yeah. It's the Disney take, curtain. Take, it's, take the, it's the Disney curtain. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's, it's the Zyde curtain. It's the Disney curtain. <laughs> take your so, soda with it and say, now bring me this drink. This this guy just could not wrap his head around the whole thing. <laughs> that, that I just wanted a small sandwich and this thing. So I said, okay, give me the regular size Pimini then and the alcohol-based kombucha thing. Oh, yeah, I We're that. talking. That made sense. Okay, so he got that in. And it was one of the worst sandwiches I've had in my entire life. 
it was terrible. And so Great. was the drink. I didn't finish either of those things. I took two well, sips of that thing and went, yeah. God. Hank Pym is a horrible cook and bartender. Now I'm, 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 told that that the, the, I'm told the pretzels are good. <laughs> the giant, giant pretzel's really good. In the, it's uh, hard to, it's hard you know to screw I, up a giant pretzel. You know, you know what else but, is really good? The churros. Churro? That's what I hear. <laughs> but you have to eat them with the pinky up so you're sophisticated. Yes, yeah. exactly. Churro. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can't recommend the food. And, um, you know, if you've only got a little bit of time, I would say go to your uh, Mar uh, Avengers campus and... Again, comparing it to Star Wars Land, and I know it's not fair, but there was so much detail and so much attention with Batu. But but Avengers Campus, it looked like they just kind of let's get this thing up here. You know, we well, got to cash in on Marvel. Here, here's the thought. So what if it was Star Wars? I realize that Star Wars is for everybody, as are superheroes. But Star Wars is also for people of a certain age who have grown up with Star Wars over the last forty years. Mm -hmm. So there's an attention to detail that we may have for that whereas with the superheroes it's more fantastic a little more kid oriented so i could see them going we want the wonder for the kids and we can you know they're not going to be looking for as much detail for certain things outside of the characters that they may get or the character interactions that where we have the adults going to uh betu or galaxy's edge looking for the experience of being there so it could be it's a good point i I think that it also has something to do with how the two were constructed because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was built in a otherwise empty part of the lot and so sure. they could build it from scratch because they're they're really the same if you think about they have two uh, they both have two attractions one's kind of a VR mm -hmm. AR attraction mm -hmm. and the other one is a drop you know Ride, up and down yeah. attraction Rise of the Resistance not to spoil anything but it's it's got some of that um uh, Avengers Campus had to be built on top of the mm. Hollywood studio thing well, yeah, that they, they had going there and the Bugs they, Life land. Yeah, and yeah. They tore all that stuff out to build Avengers Campus. And, and so it's very small compared to Star Wars land. And I don't think it's done yet. They're, well, obviously they have the other ride that's announced and Disney's had mm -hmm. some hiccups um, as a business lately. But I think they're going to keep building it out. Anyway. All right. Let's find out what you consumed this week. Who wants to start? Uh, I'll go first because I missed first. Uh, last week. So there, because <laughs> I missed last week there, and we didn't through the end of the year. I, I okay, I have a lot. So uh, Letterkenny, the last season of Letterkenny. Um, yeah. I was kind of burnt out on Letterkenny, but this last season um, was yeah. very good. Yeah, See, got Mimic Cry. Um, mm -hmm. Movies, um, Anatomy of a Fall, which is. Um, you'll see it popping up a lot in those award shows conversations. Um, they cloned Tyrone on Netflix. That one, quite, I, I enjoyed it. Um, Dick's the musical. Um, <laughs> I truly think that Megan the stallion will EGOT at some point in our, really? in our lifetime. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, so the first movies I watched of this year, I, I am so woefully behind on movies. It's the 13th of January and I have only seen two movies this year. Um, first one I watched this year, princess Mononoke. And then uh, I watched Spirited Away, and I can't believe I cried as hard as I did during Spirited Away. Mm -hmm. um, loved, loved, loved both of those. Um, I read the book Lessons in Chemistry so I could start the TV show that it's based on. Um, Lessons in Chemistry, the book, probably not a five-star book critically, but it's a five-star book in my heart. Um, and so I started the show. I'm about halfway through the show now, and... Uh, 
I initially didn't want to watch it because Brie Larson appeared to be such an unlikable character. Um, <laughs> but after after having read the book, um, she's perfect casting for it. And I really oh. like I'm if you know me, I'm a sucker for adaptations. And so I love to read the book and then watch whatever is has adapted it. And so I kind of like the way that they like the changes and well, let's, ways that let's, they've adapted it. Let's talk more about that in the after party because I have a thought. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 And uh, that that's I watched the first episode of Echo. It's it's really I don't, yeah. I mean I don't know. The first episode huh. was mostly just like a clip show of like Hawkeye. Yeah. Right? The first it, like it twenty five really minutes are yeah. 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 And then yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's the way I described it. My my husband has the same thought. Um, it it is you know the the reviews I had read before were cut were accurate. Like it feels like a John Wick and a Breaking Bad. Um, but it has that Marvel stank on it. So like we got that that great oneer that fight in the middle of the first episode, right? And that was awesome. But it still has just this like Marvel Disney sheen to it that I don't know how I feel about it. And I know I have well, to give it like I know I have to watch. There's more a little that. bit of that, but yeah, we'll keep talk. going, keep going. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk more about that in the after party for sure. Anyway, that's all for me. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Okay. Um, so we were continuing our watch through of the Mission Impossible movies with the girls, which again is still in enjoyable like i said we saw lawrence fishburne in this uh mi3 i think we're doing mi4 tonight um we also watched spirited away this week oh there you go cry cry and... cry 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 she was so small <laughs> and so scared and by herself in the big scary place <laughs> and if you've not seen this movie please do watch it. I mean, it's a phenomenal movie. It's a good coming of age movie. Mm -hmm. um, I, there's a lot I of wish, I wish I had seen that movie when I was younger. It mm. was, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of the, a lot of Japanese culture and mythology wrapped up into it that a lot of Americans won't get, but it is a beautiful movie. Um, and egg. Yes. I did know that uh, Neil Gaiman did the English script for Mononoke. When he was here back in 2003 or four, I actually got him to sign my DVD of Princess Mononoke for that reason. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, Book-wise, comic book find this week. Uh, oh, Spider-Man Quantum Quest by Mike Mayhack, oh. who you may know as the author of um, Cleopatra in Space. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. And if you've not read Cleopatra in Space fun six uh six issue graphic novel series which takes cleopatra and throws her into the future where she has married misadventures that make her the queen that she becomes down the road oh, okay. um but this one is a f i mean it's so much fun it's it's a light uh it's a spider-man story that it has the fantastic four like shang chi is in here oh. uh she hulk and spider-man the Fantastic Four come to Spider-Man to ask him to help them find something because of his spidey sense that should help him be able to track it right down. And oh, okay. mayhem ensues, and it's delightful. And uh, let's see, TV, Monarch, season finale. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. finale's oh, out? Oh, oh we're going to watch oh, that this weekend. Watch oh, now that today. I can start it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's good. Mon Monarch is way better than I thought it'd be. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah. All right, Tony? Sure. Uh, so yeah, now I know there's Monarch, so I got to watch that this weekend. Um, but what I did watch was 
um, migration. Went took some of the nieces and nephews. Uh, Megan and I did to see migration yesterday. It's the cartoon duck movie. Cartoon duck movie. The yeah, Kumal Nanjiani movie. is the uh, main <laughs> voices the main character, and uh, Danny DeVito's in there. Hmm. Um, plays Uncle Dan, weird Uncle Dan, which he's basically a version of Frank that's G-rated, and so <laughs> I loved it. Frank from uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if for anyone that doesn't know, It's Always Sunny. Get your fix your life. That show's great, um, but yeah, I, I would say it's a solid uh, three and a half out of five yeah. or so. It's it okay. was enjoyable. It's not very long. It's only like eighty two minutes, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, it's got some some funny stuff in there, and uh, they also showed a short before it that was a direct continuation of the first um, Despicable Me movie where the other guy that he hates that looks like a chubby young Bill Gates in an mm -hmm. orange jumpsuit gets stuck on the moon when the moon gets big and goes back out into the, you know, into orbit. And it's what, what, what he does stuck on the moon. And it's, oh. it's, it's good. It was like 10 minutes long. I, that was probably my favorite part actually was the short. It was, and he it proves was that the moon landing was faked. No, he actually interacts with the moon landing equipment. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all part of the I, conspiracy, Tony. They're just trying to feed it to me through media. I see. Bold I see. to assume you think the moon is there, <laughs> and it's not made of cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, and the kids had a good time. They they were laughing, and and uh, by the end of it, they were like, "That was a fun movie." So there you go. Uh, television shows. Echo, we watched the first three episodes. I, I, I'm in on it. I think it's great. Um, so keep going, Rebecca. I think you'll like it as it goes because the first episode does feel very um, foundational. Like, okay, here, yeah. do you remember her from Hawkeye? Here's Memba? her from Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 But then it, I think it picks up and, and gets quite good. And then we also binged the rest of, we'd only gotten to see episode three of What If Season 2. We watched the rest of them in one night. Oh, oh wow. man, that show is so good. What mm -hmm. if season two was absolutely excellent? Yes. Yes. Highly, highly recommend that. I want a Captain Carter figure with her armor, her 1602 armor. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. I just want like, more Captain Carter in general. Who doesn't want more Captain Carter? I just yeah, introduced the girls see? to the episode that she was in last night, and they're like, can we watch more What If today? Yes. Aww. Yes, we can. So well, great. And, and she's live action in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, a little, they may not be quite ready for that one yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, great. And then uh, we found a new game show that we actually quite enjoy called The Floor. It's got uh, it's hosted by Rob. Uh, uh, no, not no. That's that. holy moly. Um, no, no. I, that's why I was like, oh, please no. The guy from uh, he was the really upbeat uh, boyfriend in Parks and Rec that was always is his name Rob something. Rob, Rob Lowe? Low? Rob Lowe, yeah. Oh. Yikes, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got there. We got there. Okay. Anyway, right. it's a trivia-based show where there's 100 squares, and they bring two people up to face off on trivia against each other, and you and every time someone win, wins, they claim the squares of the person they they beat. And they, it's, it's interesting trivia with a bit of a twist because most of it is they're experts, on a certain trivia thing and they show pictures of stuff from their trivia and they have to take turns naming what it is or what it's from or what or a certain aspect of it 
it's a lot of fun as the viewer because you just get to sit there and feel smart. You're like, that's a beetle. That's a fly for insects, you know. Oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's not an insect. That's a tarantula, you know. Um, but anyway, All right. uh, we like that one. We watched the first two, se- first two episodes of that, and it's fun. The floor. Okay. Uh, Mike. So uh, two recommendations and then an audio and visual aid. Um, the, the first recommendation, uh, D&D just released their Deck of Many Things and Book of Many Things and the uh, alternative art um, set of those two is one of the coolest D&D products I've seen in a long, long time. Um, just pick it up and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You won't regret it. Uh, there's a board game called Dune Imperium that's been out for a while. And just before the holidays, they released, um, it's a standalone expansion, so you don't need the first one, but it's called Dune Imperium Uprising. And uh, they are both deck builder, worker placement, a small amount of like, um, you know, war uh, battles each round, but um, it is a mind melting, uh, (laughs) it's incredible. And it's always fun. Every game is close. and uh, I highly recommend that as well. And then um, for the uh, podcast-only listeners, here's here's a hint. Let's see. That's a box of stuff. It's a puzzle. Legos. Oh, Legos. Oh, uh, they're a puzzle. Oh, I saw a, a logo. It is oh, the, the X Jet. Oh, look at that. Oh, X Men '97 X Jet. Wow. And Blackbird. Uh, 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 it looks uh, it looks awesome and it makes me happy. And uh, if you're interested in that, I'd suggest getting it soon off of Lego.com because uh, I think it'll sell I out. I don't I don't think well I think the initial run will probably sell out. But um, you know how many kids are buying these versus like the newer exactly sets? So so uh, who do you get with it? What what figures do you get with oh, that? Uh, let's see here: Wolverine, Holy Rogue, Magneto, and Cyclops. There you right go. There. Sweet. All right. Nice. So, and Lego, you can send us an email for product placement. Um, You know he's Magneto because he's got a big M on his chest. That's right. right. Well, how else are you going to know? M for the mean guy. Mean guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, About all I watched this week because I was so very busy, uh, I watched all of Echo. Um, I enjoyed it. It has some pacing problems, but uh, other than that, I enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, season two of What If? Finish that up. So fun. All so brilliant stuff. So, uh, all right. Season three is confirmed of What If? Are we getting a season three? As far three? as we know, yeah. As far they're, as start, know. they're starting work on a Star Wars What If. That's the rumor, anyway. Wouldn't it just be Visions? Yeah, that's already Visions, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't report it. It's just a rumor <laughs> at this time. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, let's uh, uh, games, Tony. Probably nothing. Nope. Go didn't play your backlog. So. All right. Uh, We're going to head to uh, the secret room now. We're going to head to the after party. So uh, join us if you'd like. It's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's how you get there. And uh, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Live long and prosper, bitches. Churros? Churros.